We need a new reality show format. We need a new reality. <laughs> we need you to pitch a new reality that we can introduce to the public via show format. So um, everybody's wearing a fez. Okay, I'm on board. I thought you would be. And we're all in Canada. All of us. The world. Fuck. Yeah. Entire world is in Canada now. The rest, the rest of the world is, quote, barren, end quote. And no <laughs> one lives there except for maybe beatniks. So we all have to, we all have to be in there. We have to make... <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. Yeah, like, Writing the fucking poetry. Yeah, we're going to sit around writing poetry and jerking each other off, mate. You've got to go to Canada and make something of our lives. Too busy to notice the encroaching apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. So we're all going to go and make communities in the snow. It's going to be the Revenant. We're calling it the Revenant. Okay. Re- Revenant colon Fez Fate. Fez Fate? Shit. Hi, I'm Fez Fate. <laughs> I'm here to grill this egg. And and the reality is going to be, you know, how does the world with all its problems and you know, existing geopolitical strains, how's that going to happen in Canada? Oh, what? shit. Whoa. Can it be some sort of dating situation between nations, between former embittered, frozen, fez-wearing nations? Oh, absolutely, Paul. We're going to get the hottest chaps and ladies <laughs> and, and we're going to get them all together in a big line. And then all of the past presidents and prime ministers of every country are going to come along and rate them. Rate them. Rate them. And they're going to decide okay. who mates. Ah, Canada's been eyeing up China. Mm. That was my attempt yep. at the fucking Geordie accent from that thing. That wasn't very good. Now, that was Christopher Nolan again, Paul. You're it was only Christopher, doing Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Mm. I'm only doing Christopher Nolan. That was the principal problem. Christopher Nolan is hosting it because obviously there's nothing left. There are no more films <laughs> left to make. The only reality is Fez Fates. I have ultimate control over reality now. Here, <laughs> in television reality show, show, show Matt, Fez Fate. It is going to be Warner Brothers streaming, though, so that's going to be a delicious irony. Oh, fuck. He's going to hate that. <laughs> All those beatniks out in the wasteland going to be watching it on their fucking smartphones. I'm so glad he finally came down to his format. Hang on, are you Christopher Nolan? Oh, no. <laughs> I am also visionary director Christopher Nolan. Canada style. sex tapes where they belong on patreon sign up now i'm paul salt i don't want america to forgive me or forget you they'll, they'll do neither please <laughs> a lot's riding on this it'd be tricky to be forgotten but not forgiven but it sounds good when you say it doesn't it oh i fucking hate mm. yeah someone yeah hate that guy this Thin. just smacks of notoriety to me Smell. i want it 100 percent <laughs> if you can enjoy all of the hate without, you know, the peskiness of people actually recognising you. You walk down the street. We haven't forgotten, you fucking piece of shit. Guy. Yeah, but they're yelling that at no one. <laughs> oh, God. Well, look, after the fucking horror show that was Love, Marriage and Whatever, we are continuing our awful season of watching the very worst of 2020. Yeah. And this week, we pointed our moist faces at Stephen J. Bernheim's film, Reality <laughs> Queen. Yeah. London Logo, a child of the American dream. A media darling, she is the ultimate celebutante trendsetter. Congratulations on the MTV 
Nip slip of you. Thank you. With millions of fans. Ted! Ted's my stalker. And millions of haters. What do you think of her? I could say that she's spoiled, self-indulgent, irresponsible. I don't read much of anything except things printed on t-shirts. Talentless. Is London Logo a business and marketing genius? She thinks she's famous, but none of my friends have heard of her. Or is she simply the accidental beneficiary of an overwhelmingly ignorant American public? I have very little information for you regarding Reality Queen. That's good. Uh, it has eight screenwriting credits, none of whom have written a feature film before. But you didn't need me to tell you that. Mm. Other than that, I got nothing. It doesn't even seem to have a Wikipedia page. What it does have, though, is Critical Revulsion Fantastic. in spades. 2020, what year opportunity, Paul? Have you, have you written anything <laughs> before? I did a card for my mum once. You're on! You're on the fucking team! Brian? How many times did you reference today's? Once. Several. Mm. Okay. I, meant, Several. I meant eight. Okay, I meant eight. <laughs> oh, you're fucking in, son. You're legend. And I want to meet you nasty gran. Sexy dick legend. Uh, Peter Sobsinski over at efilmcritic.com. Mm. E gum. Uh, if someone were to bet me that I might actually see a worse comedy this year than Reality Queen, I would not only take that wager, but see if I could get some additional action on it holding that dubious distinction for the full decade. Yeah. Now, before I saw it and I read that quote, mm. I thought, yeah, I'd take that action. Adam Sandler's not dead yet. Yep. You know, probably something worse. But now I've seen it. Yeah, not sure I'd take that bet. Sa- safe bet, very low return. Um, but <laughs> some people don't gamble for the thrill, you know. I might just gamble for the humanity. I mean, my God, if he wins that bet, then it will have been a pretty good decade. Yeah, well, we for us, we've already seen it. Yeah, exactly. If it's the f- second month of the second year of 2021, the second decade mm. of this here, um, third decade of this here, 21st century, mm. then. And we've already seen the worst thing it has that this decade has to hold. I think we've done pretty well. Yeah, we've got eight, year, nine more years now of nothing but absolute masterpieces by comparison. By comparison, we'll still have Jack and Jill two and Grown Ups three. <laughs> oh fuck Bucking yeah! And two point five. Oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait for the 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 shafting <laughs> that we will receive. <laughs> oh, that we're welcome upon ourselves. Public, meanwhile, barely acknowledged it, but it did have its yeah. champions. Great. Voters' Choice Media, IMDb, author of the IMDb list, Hottest Blonde Actresses. Oh yeah, I'm curious about this, Paul. That's a Patreon <laughs> episode right there. <laughs> I believe the list had 121 people on it. It's many Patreon episodes right there. <laughs> We're going to go through and make our own list. Said in his own, Jason Momoa, it goes on, said in his only review, A Week in London, I guess that was what the film was called when he saw it, has distributors clamouring after, who will walk away with rights to this comedy film relevant to the times, including politics. Is he a screenwriter? (laughs) I hope so. I hope he's one of the eight screenwriters. He certainly sounds like it based on his uh, talent with words here, which we shall (laughs) further explore. I had the privilege of viewing it at at a VIP screening, and a few seconds at most goes by without an audience roaring with laughter. (laughs) An audience, not necessarily yeah. the one watching this particular film. They were next door to a re-showing of Airplane. <laughs> a re-showing of footage of car crashes. <laughs> and um, got substantially better laughs than this. Julia Faye West has had five-star reviews from real people in the industry who matter. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I matter. Mum says so. <laughs> Many are saying that they loved seeing her range <laughs> and wanted to see more of the various sides she was able to show in an otherwise one dimensional character. Yeah, right. Otherwise, <laughs> aside from her performance off. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> 
maybe the horrible review from the hater who wrote the first review, improperly depicting uh, depicting the film entirely, walked out a bit too early to see it come full circle. After all, she does admit that she hates reality shows, and her opinion of the actors holds no merit compared to countless film distributors. I look forward to seeing how the film does internationally. That review was written five years ago. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so this has been around for a while before it got a a distributor. It trickled down, which explains why... (laughs) <laughs> explains why it doesn't feel perhaps as timely. Well, it doesn't fully explain why this feels like a satire of trends that were made 15 years ago. <laughs> Although it's a little less obsc- um, questionable if it was made five years ago. It was only 10 years out of date. It works for me because I was only truly aware of how much I hated it five years ago. <laughs> so you felt the good. awakening. Yeah. Like Superman's last breath echoing around the world. That's right, we watched the Snyder Cut trailer. Check it out on Patreon, our thoughts. Oh god, the film has 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7% on Metacritic, and apparently made $5 million, according to IMDb. $5 million movie pool. Um, let, let me just... I, I do just want to say that review was fucking horrendous. That was, oh yeah. That was the, the, so badly written that I kept getting anxious because I didn't know if you wanted me to respond to certain bits. Because I, I, I didn't know if they were cliffhangers. <laughs> <laughs> or have you just run out of fucking steam? No, yeah, it was yeah. dreadful. It was the worst thing I've ever read <laughs> out loud. <laughs> I, I feel dumber for having experienced it, and I oh, had to boy. share it with you. Thank Very you. much like that time I got a drill lodged in my head. <laughs> and I thought, you know who'd love this? <laughs> so, Paul, you bit a fucking crumpet. Well, yeah. What's one thing about Reality Queen that made you want to just fucking die? Oh, Simon Debris is a good name. Um, <laughs> Simon Debris. I didn't Sim- notice that. Yeah, Simon Debris is in debris, not yeah, of, yeah. of cheese, but uh, of flotsam <laughs> and jetsam. It was. It, it struck me as a fairly Pinchonesque name. Mm. Um, there's a few more cool names in there, but they were over-explained and lampshaded to fuck Paul. There was someone Love fucking that. It, that dead horse was fucked thoroughly. So um, Simon Debris is the the winner. When I'm looking at my phone whilst watching a movie, as I of course I am, updating Instagram to talk about the movie I'm watching. Yeah. Um, I need the movie to go its extra way to make sure I understand everything. I need the world to know that I'm laughing at every every joke. <laughs> and um, I need to make it clear to all of the film distributors whose respect I wish to court. Yeah, because they know the film distributors go, we put 787 jokes in this movie. How many did you laugh at? Oh, I got 683. <laughs> you fucking clown! Take them off as they go. Oh, <laughs> did you get the one about the, the perfume? Yeah. Did you get the one about the perfume? Yeah. Did you get the one about the perfume? I did. <laughs> did you get the other one about the perfume? I did. God. It was a, this. The second one about the perfume was a repeat of the first one. That's right. Did you get it? Cause the, I did. <laughs> the studio was getting all the ones back from you know Lars von Trier and going, God, no one's getting these jokes. I really <laughs> need to explain them more. <laughs> I can't believe this person thought it was about the pointlessness of gender relations. We've got to go back. We've got to stop letting Lars von Trier into fucking test screening audiences, everyone. <laughs> it's um, it's really changing things. But uh, so's this, I think. So let's <laughs> get into it. Oh boy, please. One production logo later, the movie starts. <laughs> I love that. What a dream. What <laughs> do we need to know, oh, Paul? God. We've got an interview. Yeah. With the reality queen has himself. Yeah. Um, London logo, Ugh. and Ugh. she's being introduced by British lady. <laughs> Who might be Australian? Who might be American? She may well be. I hope she is. But I, I, she's luckily our audience surrogate throughout this whole thing. So I look forward to plenty of time experiencing the world through her fantastic eyes and her and her mouth, which is sucking forever on the sourest lemon sweet. <laughs> Omg! I am so sorry I arrived here late. It is your house. 
I know, it's really big. <laughs> you get lost in it often. Always. <laughs> I get lost everywhere. Anyway, I forgot you were coming. Is that not the real London? That's just my public persona. So the real London is different than that public image. Never mind that. Just, Diana, I, I'm a stronger woman now. Yeah, I would tell those people the answer they seek is in a book. Oh. By Jesus. Are you serious? Well, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm not serious, of course. Not. <laughs> but Jesus is. In fact, he's way too serious. He's always looking so unhappy. He needs a makeover. Oh, she's so incredulous. She's so incredulous, Paul. She has so many reactions. Oh my God, um, she can't believe any of this. Oh my God. Was that a joke? Because, this is crazy. Because basically what we're experiencing as an audience uh, through our avatar, British mm. woman, is we get to see, not to be mistaken for London Logo, who is not British, she is the Paris Hilton alike. Yes. Um, we get to see all the glitz and glamour that a film production can buy for a tenner. And there it is. It's on her face. It's on. Her, it's on our tears. <laughs> yeah. She is a documentary leader. She runs this documentary. Documentarian. Documentarian, and she is <laughs> is doing a, a week in the life of London logo. Yeah, a week in London. She hangs out with London in a house, looking at all the all the silly jokes that London logo has got prepared by script by eight <laughs> scriptwriters. <laughs> visible I know, they, they're everywhere you yeah. can just you can just see them giggling and know that she's going to touch it and do a joke do a good joke <laughs> and then she does a joke and then um british lady goes i say what a god almighty she should have been johnny sessions out of filth i would have been a lot happier with this film yeah fuck me but look we meet her designer who's also a friend of hers. Yep. And all of a sudden, this 80-minute film feels a lot fucking longer than, it's, than it did when I started. Oh, honey, London's outfits are always delicious, probably because I designed them. Oh, Paul, um, he, he's gay. Did you get that? I, I didn't. What? No. That's one of 878 jokes about him being gay, Paul. Oh, God, I wish I hadn't masturbated so much to him now. Ugh, that's weird now. Oh, well. made it weird. I write the note, we get a mild satire of naughty zero celebrity culture, not realising I could have just stopped there. <laughs> I've gone away and did a wank about something else that wasn't in the movie. <laughs> um, Different fashion designer. Well, oh, look, God. in all of this, we meet the other the other characters. Oh, boy. Denise Richards in here. Oh, no. No, please, God. Sad. First Charlie Sheen and now um, this. I mean, things that have happened to Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's terrible, actually. Can you tell me about London's love interest? Uh, let's see. There was Aladdin. He was a prince of Egypt, or he said he was. Um... Robert Psycho. And I think I'm forgetting someone else. Oh, my God. There was this Latino pop star. And how did that work out? Not so much. I mean, London said with that Spanish accent, it felt like she was banging her housekeeper. Oh, my God. There's a dog pissing in our main character's face. Fuck oh. yeah, I'm on board with this now. Oh, yeah. This is this is really cool. So, yeah, this Paris Hilton-style character, she's getting drunk a lot. Oh, she doesn't know what's going on, Paul. No. She's, she's all like, ah. And everyone else is like, and she's got a butler type guy yeah. and he's him him just standing there is the most interesting thing of the whole fucking film <laughs> you get um, the impression it maybe wasn't intended <laughs> they didn't know who they were hiring <laughs> you refuse to leave oh I'll tell you what paul though there's an indian doctor oh what he's... listen to the music playing. oh no he doesn't have a crazy accent does he? i hope he has a fucking crazy accent in sitar music hang on a minute 
Where was Dennis Dugan whilst this was being made five years ago? <laughs> Surprisingly, despite the damage to her brain, we have not noticed any perceptible changes in her behavior. Cough. <gasps> Where am I? I want him. Pro I want him seen. I want his location now. He was using the secret to visualize this film. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, I don't have many notes here. So they, um, there are some <laughs> other people. There are some rivals. Oh no, there's a My rival. God, maybe because... this might be an attempt at some sort of fucking plot because we have Asian Kim Kardashian. It's all very subtle. Yeah. And um, oh great, we get to make fun of some little people. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, it's great. There's a there's a shot. Yeah, there's a shot of a uh, of a dwarf DJ who is um, barely able to get his eye, you know, his eyes over the decks. Oh. And we watched Terror of Tiny Town, which was 80, 90 years ago, <laughs> and that was better. You'd think we'd have made smaller tables by now, but no, it's too funny. It's too funny. You know, at least in Terror of Tiny Town, there wasn't a voiceover that said they worried about being too small for the saloon doors. They just did it. Yeah. Whereas in this. They do it, and then they explain it. It was pure cinema in that way. Compared to this, it is. <laughs> Look, there's some very well-paced dialogue and some fantastic scoring going on. Oh, yeah. I want fucking eyes on Dennis Dugan now. <laughs> and then why do you think it is that you're famous? Would you like a tour of the house? Can I get you a drink? Mineral water? Cucumber water? London water? Oh, thank you. These are your dogs. Oh, yes. <sighs> Each of them ran away eventually. And does London have any pets now? Why, yes, London does. She ha oh, she thinks the gerbil is a dog. What oh. a fucking idiot. And it pooped. Oh, that's funny. That's insane. Holy shit. A Richard Gere reference. That is so fucking now. Who, who is Richard Gere, says everyone. <laughs> he stuck a hamster up his bum 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, great. Amazing. I love getting jokes. That's so timely. I love jokes. I like I like jokes. God, Paul, she's she's really suffering her reputation for some reason. Um, and and the Kim the Kim sisters, three of them on the poster. I only really ever remember two of them. Nope, there's um, only yeah, there's only two. I'm pretty <laughs> sure of that. <laughs> Good stuff. They they cut the other one out for not being Asian enough, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh. um, she refused to do a shit on the face of uh, Winston which um, everyone else had to. And um, yeah, they're doing well, and she's not, and that's nope. really bad. It's really bad is the thing, but don't worry. The film isn't just bad satire, bad character humour, and bad gross-out humour. It's also got some of the fucking worst wordplay you'll ever hear. And there's some oh funny God. music cues and a lot of Photoshop humour. A lot of Photoshop humour. There is so much Photoshop humour, and so I can't really get behind this, Paul, because I'm all like, get up in the morning, Photoshop, breakfast, Photoshop... Uh, brunch with my girls photoshop 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 and my boys um lunch and then i just oh. sleep and wank all fucking day really because oh paul the, Im the, the the image of you wanking over a photoshop has just reminded me of something very important and that's <laughs> that, that that's when we saw that tiny dj and yeah fuck yeah let's take djs down a peg fuck those guys another <laughs> cd is prominently featured um and this time it's being loaded into a laptop Fucking wow, this was definitely yeah. made this year. <laughs> Even five years ago, this would have been Gary Marshall levels of not having been outside this century. Yep, it's very daka daka. <laughs> so, oh God. Um, there was a shot later of her pushing um, the DJ around in a trolley. That's great. Um, that's near the end. <laughs> that's near the end. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just spitballing now. I'm just, just pick, picking <laughs> things enough. from, from just, you know what? across the tapestry. There's no 
that's not fucking plot. Let's just randomly say shit we observed. Yeah. Um, it's revealed that her pet is trying to kill itself by jumping into the toilet. Oh, so we are just ripping off South Park then. We're not yeah. even going to... We're just doing that. We're doing the Paris Hilton episode of South Park. Great. I, all I can That's... imagine is the screenwriters in a situation very similar to this, where they have no idea of the overall plot. Um, they're just, they're just spitballing ideas from their memories. Um, <laughs> choosing or being unable to remember that um, <laughs> they're from other comedies that they've seen. Inception. Like, they could do a Look, silly walk, the... maybe. Hit someone with a fish. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing and original. All I know is that when I was watching that Paris Hilton episode of South Park, I really did think, oh, this could do it being 80 minutes. <laughs> Love this. 80 minutes, but, but don't actually have character. any more of a script. Just what they had for 20 yeah, minutes Yeah, just fine. spread the... J- repeat some of the jokes for a bit. Yeah. Our main character yells a bit, and I do start to wonder if she's being played by Marlon Wayans. <laughs> it gets there. But oh, there's no time to think about that. Someone just got sprayed with toilet oh, water. Fuck. And it was relatively clean toilet water, so I don't know why everyone's panicking. But, Ooh, gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put that person in the bin. <laughs> Put this world oh. in the bin, everyone. And There's a kind of dark sequence with a stalker which is scored perfectly. I got you a gift. You shouldn't have. Oh, it's beautiful. I got it from the cemetery. I dug it up with my own hands. I wouldn't be anywhere without them. Isn't that right, Ted? God damn it, Ted! My favorite bit of the movie. <laughs> Oh, she she does some bowling oh. and um and she she fails to get any of the pins and Winston knocks them over and the screen flashes four hundred yep. and she celebrates and everyone who's even played bowling once knows that that's impossible. But, yeah, but don't she's worry really about dumb. that because British lady goes wait <laughs> get four hundred points from the bowling. Right. The most you can score in any bowling game is three hundred points. Maybe at your house. But she's really dumb. Is the maximum. People have got to. People won't be. Won't have seen that bit where the screen flashes four hundred because phone. Oh, phone. Because phone is here. Look at phone. I love phone. Rem- remember phone. Hey, tweet along, everyone. <laughs> hashtag along to the movie. Hashtag Riola um, Sequan. It's <laughs> fucking brain melting. I want to take a second away from our riveting and cohesive plot uh, retelling yep. to point out that I, uh, because of the time differences, I record this quite early in the morning and um, sound really travelsy in my, in my apartment. And, and that was perhaps the loudest thing I've done on the podcast. Um <laughs> And I'm just Woo! curious how everyone's going to be looking at me now um, <laughs> and, and what issue I have with bowling scores <laughs> to have necessitated that screaming. Fuck yeah. This is going to be your new signature, like Hans Zimmer's Bwam, is you screaming about <laughs> bowling. It's not too bad, hey? Hey, it's the bowling guy. Oh. A few more jokes get fucking nailed in. <laughs> and we progress through an encounter between the protagonist and the maybe antagonist. Yeah, wow. It plays out at a book signing in a tiny fucking bookshop, the smallest you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Uh, some great gags happen, some awkward social humour, uh, because it turns out she's on the way out, this particular reality yeah. queen, <laughs> um, and is being replaced by the Kim Kardashian Asian lady, who's also pregnant, ha ha ha. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got a very large butt. That's coincidence. Love that. Um, Love that shape of a person. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. I was at least relieved that it wasn't just the craziest fucking Photoshop on the, um, on the front cover. <laughs> They actually had a. Oh point no! They actually it. stuffed a pillow down there. Yeah, yeah. Um. So good, yeah. good on them for some consistency there. Oh, but tell you what, Paul, it's time for a Caesar Romano parody. Great. South Park only did that 15 years ago, and oh my god, a Mel Gibson reference. How do they keep it so timely? How do they come up with this stuff? Are they re-editing it as I'm watching it to put the most up-to-date, snappy references in? Paul, you can't, you can't spell Instagram without Instag. <laughs> um, it's true today as it's ever been. Yeah. 
And um, look, Mike Tyson is in it. Oh, fucking yeah! Convicted rapist and Donald Trump supporter Mike Tyson's going to show up yeah. playing himself. Great. Yeah. Thank God this is definitely the only 15 seconds of him he's going to be in it. Yeah, genuinely, he's on. He's on the poster. Everyone, yeah. come and see it. Come <laughs> and, we've got Mike Tyson. Everyone, come and see our movie. <laughs> hey, that brother in that London tape—that isn't me. Come on, man, it's some kind of impersonator. His tattoos on the wrong side of his face, and plus I have both my ears. Man, you need to look for a brother with a hole on the left side of his head, not me. So, oh, fuck um, yeah. watch Hitman Three. Show, showdown on the beach, everyone. It's 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 <laughs> okay, great. Okay, let me just um, skip to that. Oh, I don't want to skip past this though. Um, oh. Let's have a comedy sequence set inside of a sexual abuse survivors meeting. <laughs> that's, that's great. Oh, oh, boy, oh that's boy, classic. Hey, never mind. Wait, wait. I I don't get the joke about this. Paul, sexual abuse isn't funny. Oh wait, the the leader of the. Um, the meeting is here to explain to us why this is a ridiculous thing for a person to do. Yes, oh, thank God she's here to explain that when you have a sex tape released without your consent, it's not actually sexual abuse. Yay! But that tape clearly shows consensual sex. Duh, the sex was totally outstanding. It's that he released it to the world without my consent, which is electronic rape. Oh, please! There are people here who have actually been sexually abused, miss. What are you going to claim next? That you're a victim because the guy didn't take you on a big enough shopping spree after you had sex with him? Poor you! Look, maybe that's a commentary on how different forms of sexual abuse are sometimes downplayed in a, even in progressive supportive environments. Or the movie just wants to slut shame its main character some more. Yeah. Either way, I'm laughing, Paul. Instagram's for idiots. <laughs> Did you hear the Native American music they were playing during? Ha! Libs. Um, <laughs> cry more cucks. So, um... <laughs> oh, I love the world. I love the whole world. It's, 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 it's just been built over years, you know. Um, since, like, it's just been five built years, over. <laughs> it's just been built over the old one. You can still see some principles and respect for each other if you look very hard beneath <laughs> the silicon. Oh, Christ. Mostly look. we just look at Denise, Denise Richards' sad face. <laughs> Think about all the horrible things she's seen. Look, it turns out that she had a sidekick once who's addicted to having sex with lumberjack types. Yeah. Yay, I hoped this narrative could get sadder. And it does. It does, it really fucking does. Uh, they get back together and then they fall out because none of these characters are likable. That's yeah. that done. Yeah, that cool. About 15 minutes. Can we talk about the beach now? Not yet. Oh my God. Because she goes on to the mock Larry King, the not Larry King yeah. Um, yeah. thing. And um, yeah, he says, um, you know, uh, that reality star and Donald Trump, they're exactly the same. London and the Donald, they're the same thing. They represent the same thing. <gasps> Holy shit. Are we moving towards some kind of point? They I mean, represent. They represent the same thing. <gasps> Popularism, hip- hypocritically utilized by members of a global elite. Shameless exploitation of people's material and social anxieties. Misappropriated disaffection with the status quo. Vulgar exploitation of a sensationalist media to build brands that have become the new currency of power. Ratings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're both popular. They're saying the same thing that you just said, but they just save time, you see. <laughs> save time by not saying it. Yeah, exactly. That is quicker. Yeah, it's, it's much quicker, and uh, I think... I think, you know, we can all appreciate that. There's a Tammy and the T-Rex reference, which impresses me enough that I forget the missed opportunity with Trump and the sex shaming that happened earlier. Yeah. I'm very on board with the Tammy and the T-Rex reference. Speaking of missed opportunities, this movie. We're on the beach. We're on the beach. Oh, my God. We're on the fucking beach. So, yes. Oh, shit. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. We are on the beach. All Saints are there. Up the beach. Acapella. They're telling us what's (laughs) going on. And what's going on is they're at the fucking beach. Um, because Beach and Kim show up as well. 
Imagine that the no! two rivals go to the same empty beach. Must must be some sort of elitist beach for for the mega rich, and <laughs> square ten feet of beach that all the all the rich go to. Yeah, which is a real cop out actually. They should, they should just go to a public and bigger beach, but it's the privacy that matters the most. You know, um, they're sold on that. Oh yeah, and they don't they don't actually they don't, they send an assistant to look at the ten square feet of beach, but he's yeah. in the pocket of big beach. So <laughs> he's in the pocket of big small beach, yeah. <laughs> which is um, the shameless promotion and endorsement of tiny beaches. Not to be confused with small big beach, which is a Nintendo game. <laughs> Summer Smasher. Who have no power anywhere. Yeah. Um, and and the, the Kim the Kimo show up, and the stalker shows up, and it turns out he's been cheat stalking uh. on London Logo, which is a thing. Um, with the Kimos, and this is this is all weird and gross, and she's really offended, and and so. Yeah. He goes off. And Denise Richards has been hanging out with um, the Kims as well. And so is the outrageously gay guy. No! And he, he comes on the screen and says, oh, some fag something something. Oh, what? Great. Love this. You're saying that as the character who's gay, so that's okay. Um, and <laughs> I assume. Um, the character is gay in fiction. Look, one of the eight writers was gay, so it's fine. Wait, which of us? I thought it was you. <laughs> You're not pointing at anyone. Yeah, I just thought... <laughs> huh. I guess we never really got to know each other. During the two minutes we were writing this script. Well, we could always start. No, no, we can't. We're nearly, we're nearly at the end of this inexplicably 80-minute film that we spent the last 28 minutes summarising. She pushes Kim over and then... Yeah, it, it looks like we're going to try and get some sympathy for our main character. And we're going with the idea that famous people are lonely. That's, ori- that's yeah. original. Insightful. <laughs> yeah. A little person in a shopping cart. Oh, shit, her boobs got tased. Oh, no. That's the one place you don't want tased. That's <laughs> definitely Even for lo- men, that's bad. It's the least horny place to get tased. Weirdly, you'd think otherwise, but no, it's all about the ankles. <laughs> it's it's actually full circle oh. at that point, and it's the 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 it's gilding the lily. I mean, tasing is sexy, tits are sexy. Combine them, it's just it's like putting know, marshmallow I... on a Sunday. You know, it's just getting getting all your treats at once. Because yeah, I don't I don't know about you, Paul, but nothing makes me harder than running electricity. <laughs> Um, yeah, into a body. Just nature, nature at work, nature wielded by man is um, fuck yeah. Exploitation just, just gives me of nature. The, the biggest lob on. Um, speaking of exploitation, <laughs> speaking of lob on, she goes to a prison. I think I've seen yeah. that on a porn shoot before. That <laughs> tiny set, that one room. But look, oh In every shit! Porn. Turns out the enemy reality check wasn't really pregnant at all. Her sister was. This changes oh, everything. Everything and nothing all it at m- once. Might change a like thing that. maybe. Oh, good, the yeah. M word got said. Thank God. I really felt those people yeah. had gotten off too lightly in this one. <laughs> yeah. Hurrah, finally, they stuck it to them. And, um, <laughs> At last, somebody has the guts. And But, you, you know, comedy, you've got to push the envelope, Paul. You can't You can't just say, oh, that's going to... This joke has no point whatsoever, and it's just going to upset <laughs> a few people. You have to say, yeah, but it's going to upset a few people. But maybe so if it upsets people, that's maybe that's why in. you should say it. Am I right? Yeah. Ricky Frankie Boyle. So, yeah. Frankie Boyle. It's all much of a muchness. They stage an expose, but London flips it um, and announces her retirement, which turns out to be another reality show. Yeah. There's a fucking horrific outro montage that is only tolerable because it is clearly that. But oh no, another scene. Thank God. Just before the M- the MS Paint end credit. Not MS, MS Paint end credits plays. MS would be nice. Oh, I did not see any of that. I turned off from the first <laughs> note of the credits, Paul. And I went, Do you know what? If there was an end credits worth seeing, Paul would have told me about it. And there's um, my obligation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the movie sold our rights to, to some random Insta- Instagram account. And um, <laughs> that's just part of the contract. Fuck yeah. And you now, as part of the contract listener at home, we, we own your rights, but Instagram owns our rights. Yeah. Uh, so, so by proxy, you're right. Look, just send us face. any of the pi- every picture you've ever taken, 
and uh, we'll sort out the legal side of it on our end. Yeah, by which I mean we'll keep the dick pics. <laughs> all the dick pics you've taken. You've got to take fewer of those. It's using up all the memory. So, Paul, what did you make of Reality Queen? Exclamation mark. Oh, um, I don't think I, I barely said a word uh, throughout the movie. <laughs> now, now she was standing further away from the TV, so she was maybe better able to vocalise how awful, insanely <laughs> awful this was. How much vocalising do you normally do during these things? Oh God! Well, I, no. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I watch these generally with another person, so it's not completely crazy for me to go. <laughs> this is shit. Look at this, guys. Which I do. And a lot of the time, it's mostly just you right. know, sarcastic laughing and um, and scoffing. <laughs> Good one. Oh, shit, Good I remember one. all that. Guys. Good one, director. Um, I, I've gotten angrier and bitterer and sexier <laughs> as the years have gone on, and Paul. So there's a lot about me you don't know. But that's for that's for the Patreon. Subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> I, I, I just didn't say anything. I didn't know whilst watching it how to articulate yeah. what I was feeling about this film because... It just wasn't funny, and it wasn't good, and it wasn't nourishing in any way. Yeah, I got that thing sometimes I get with the really bad ones where I get kind of anxious. It's like yeah, it's like yeah. you've got an itchy feeling in your stomach, and you just kind of want to run away. Yeah. Um, like you've just mm. eaten too much sugar. Like it's, I think it's the fight, the fight or flight mechanism kicking in, and it just really yeah. wants to make you get the fuck out of there. Or fuck I mean, a dead body. painfully obvious jokes. Yeah. Just the the most to the point where they're less jokes and more just observations about things that are on the screen. Yes. Inept staging and editing, just utterly bad. Like student film, bad. bad. Continuity fucked. Just obvious get glaring errors and mm. awkward, awkward editing around comedy. Terrible performances from everyone. Yeah. Ugly, ugly aesthetic, and just a dog shit soul. <laughs> yeah, it's just got a dirty, rotten soul. And the pro- the yeah. the problem is, it's pitching itself as this movie that's parodying the vapid cesspit of influencing yeah. and, and you know social media. Just the, yep. the nightmarish world that is social media now. Um, but it doesn't know where to stop on that. In, in a couple of main ways. For one thing, every joke needed to end one second after it began. Yes. Uh, which is about twenty seconds earlier than they do end. Yeah. Um, but it, but thematically, it doesn't know how to separate itself from that vapid, fatuous fuckhole that it is. It, it just gets in there. It just digs in its heels and it goes, yeah. right, I'm here. And, and I'm going to make jokes about it. And and you you are just everything this movie decries. Yes, exactly. You know? it, it just, it feels like it was written by very angry and stupid teenagers who have accidentally exposed themselves as being even more shallow than the thing they're targeting. It's yeah. a satire with nothing to say about the thing it is satirizing beyond surface level whining. Hey, have you yeah. ever noticed that reality TV stars tend to be kind of dumb? Oh, that's interesting. Do you maybe want to interrogate on why figures like Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton were so popular? I say were because this all peaked about 10 years ago. Or 10 years before you made this thing, five years ago. And maybe mm. explore the sexual, behavioral, and material freedom that they represented to young women, often stuck within oppressive social and economic structures. <laughs> They're really dumb and they have sex a lot. Stupid, dumb sex women. There's, there's <laughs> no affection for the women they're satirizing or interest in understanding them. Even Vice no. tried to find the humanity in its awful <laughs> subject. And I just, <laughs> I honestly prefer the idea of the vacuous TV, the vacuous TV shows, than this kind of lazy performative cynicism. It was just, yeah, shitty. It was a shitty kind of film. Yeah, <sighs> all all, it, all it's doing when it is firmly trying to have its cake and eat it at the yeah. same time as trying to shout about social media is just you get the feeling that it's just piggybacking off of the wave that social media has created. The thing about the so social. It, it, yeah, it's just odd. The social media thing is so 
surface level, it's almost as if this was really written before all of those things became big, because there's reference to, like, yeah. Twitter followers. But more than anything else, it's about reality television, which... Yeah. Do they even still make them? The world has moved on. You know, these people no, are much... No, they do. Paul. Yeah? Paul, Paul, Paul. It is rampant. It is worse perhaps now than it has ever been yeah. i know about online there are, there... i know about dating things but in terms of like the ego projects you know you're let's set up house with one family like the osbournes and just film their goings-ons you know is, is that still the thing i mean yeah most most things are dating things but um i i refuse to believe that these things aren't still being made there are yeah i'm sure they're thousands made, but the cultural <laughs> moment feels like it was a good 10 15 years ago you know nowadays people like kim kardashian can much easily much more easily cultivate their own image by taking control of things like instagram and you know their own online presence rather than try and you know navigate through the incredibly old men who run network television this just feels old and irrelevant it's just really really bad paul yeah it really is bad <laughs> again two weeks in a row i feel like this is going to be in yeah. the bottom 10 yeah it this has to be because unarguably here from me with this one yeah it's just so fucking fetid a movie yeah it's just down to its soul poison absolute poison i mentioned it before but i really think this is becoming this is actually becoming my number one movie pet peeve ahead of overabundance of cgi and expositional narration because it's not as common yeah. at least in the movies i watch but it pisses me off more. Yeah. It's fucking comedy music. If I don't find him, I will seriously die. And if you die, I would die. Get the dog whistle. Sometimes it's just fucking inexplicable, this. It just it just starts up yep. and stops as if the editor had another project on the go the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bit where she like confronts the the person and is talking about her being British, and the British national anthem starts playing, and then stops yeah. for no reason. And it's like, why? I personally believe that beauty products shouldn't discriminate, which is why I invented Sunsmack. This logo. Why would black people need tanning spray? Diana, that's racist. I don't associate with racist. Yeah, but how is that racist? Oh, I don't... please. Just because you're British doesn't mean you're not racist. Get that. It's, it's like run for your wife. It's like all, all the other, yeah. sh- you know, pieces of shit that we've seen. Um, God, not be very charitable this week. Um, all, the, <laughs> actually, all the actually definitely 100% worthless fuck this podcast movies that we've seen in the last little bit. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's like that. Run for your wife. It's just quick, Barry, get the fucking xylophone out. I can see people looking at their phones. Um, yeah. just, just got to let people know it's a joke or let people know that something is happening. Yeah. And it's just, I, I'm, I'm at a point now, I think my, my head muscles have been trained just enough to be able to take myself out of these moments and go, God, I wish this was quiet. God, I wish this was silent so I could think about what was going on. I have watched you watching a bad movie and it's weird the way that your head clenches up like a fist. Mm. Like it's, it just shrivels into a small fleshy ball. It's very marks like no holes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I love it. It's it's very arousing, but it's um. It's fresh. Troubling as well. Yeah. It's fresh. It's what we need now. It's everything about 2021. I guess we should quick fire just to try and please do get this over with. But yeah, this one I hated. This one, everyone. This one was really rough. The roughest one we've had in a while. Uh, Well, last week was shit too. Last week was (laughs) shit, but I I feel like we've got two new entrants into my bottom five at least. Well, that's something. <laughs> Hooray! And that was the quick fire. Hooray for content. <laughs> quick fire.
Do you know what? Diana Smoltmarlin was almost a good name, but then they mm. there was a line in there which suggested that it was a foreign word for something, and then I immediately hated them for explaining it. Not Yay. needed. But anyway, um, there's there's a bit where she's being followed by the paparazzo. Oh, yeah. And she, she just has this line where she goes, Stop talking to me, I'm wasted. And I quite liked how, with what, what wild abandon that was said. And then, look, just for, for, for brevity's sake, um, when she collapses, the interviewer some, says something like, America needs to know. And he points the camera at her and uh, points the mic at her and the camera pans to her unconscious body. And it's quiet. And if they'd have just ended it there, mm. that would have been great. But it happens yeah, it two on. more times and then he yeah. keeps talking. He keeps nug hunting. Yep. And it's painful. It really is. But it's good in there. I quite like the line, they cut to some random person. She might even have been a reality TV person in real life that they managed to get for a two-second cameo. But her line... You know what? Nowadays, other celebrity sex tapes just seem derivative. Was yeah. not bad. It was a bit of a thinker. At this stage, I wasn't too pissed off with it. But yeah, um, yeah that was that was quite good. I did like the line, just because you're British doesn't mean you're not racist. I think that's an excellent lesson that Britain <laughs> could benefit from right yeah. now. I refuse to learn it. I'm above all kinds of uh, moral law as a British man. But look at but, my lawn! But who is for whom is more oppressed than we? <laughs> no one. Intersectionality, it's a pyramid and Britain's on top. So, yeah. What is the first word you think of when you describe your daughter? Busty. I qu- kind of liked the mum. I think mm. she gave some good delivery and that was the moment that kind of took me by surprise and also just the shitness of the idea that the only thing she would think to have to say about her daughter is that she's busty was quite amusing yeah i yeah i did like her in general and there's a bit later when a british lady asks the parents what they thought about the book that Mm. london had written Mm. and they stumble over what they uh, like about it um, Mm. and it very quickly deteriorates into gibberish and their delivery of it how surreal and ridiculous it is is great. I yeah. like the part that where the um you know the, yeah, the remember yeah, that, that the part one. I, I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was a, the theme that most resonated with you is is what in the book <clears throat> that London could write. Yeah, a nice neat little bit. It mm. got very silly. Airheads, air spelled yes. as in an air. Um, H E I R. It's quite good. Yeah, it was quite good. I feel like if, if, if you know what it captures. Because again, this is why I feel like this is so 15 years ago, because it's like those Paris Hilton television shows, you know, The Simple Life and such, where, you know, it was made with their cooperation, but the point was very much, come look at how fucking stupid these women are. You know, that's what the people who made them. So if you go from what's kind of hot, you can watch it too. Guys, guys, they're hot. Women, they're dumb, I think was the idea and not really realizing that women were watching it for different reasons. But nevertheless, um, it's a kind of cheap escapism. Some women are twats as well and they would watch it for that reason. (laughs) Oh, some women would watch it as aspirational. But hey, who doesn't want to be dumb and rich? I do. Um, At least dumb. I'd settle for anything as long as I was dumb. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Airheads felt like an appropriate title for one of those things as well as being kind of a clever pun. Okay, cool. Um... When she's showing British Lady her new perfume advert, there's been a whole setup about not proofreading her stuff because there's loads of um, spelling mistakes. And she goes, look, mm. I proofread this one. And she starts reading it out. And then she stops as she realizes what's happened. And they don't draw attention to it, really. She obviously, the British Lady, mm. becomes Kenneth Williams for a few seconds. But um, mm. the, she just stops and like scraps the paper and looks away. like She can't handle mm. reading any more of it. So it was quite... Yeah, right. it, was, it was merciful. Like a shot <laughs> to the back of the head after a long illness. 
<laughs> That's what I look for in my gags. Um, oh, thank God it's when over. she gives when she gives money to a hipster. Yeah. Um, thinking that it's a homeless person. You know, there's a very unfunny interaction, but it ends with him saying, "I'm still going to use this to buy drugs." Yeah. And that that was quite good. I quite like that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, they ask they. Uh, Britain asks London if she's ever thought about having kids. And without missing a beat, she goes, when they invent one that doesn't shit. <laughs> and then it just hard cuts from her awful laugh to the next scene. Yeah, very good timing. There's a kid. I can't remember what the kid is. If he's someone that the main character's meant to have adopted or something. The brother? But there's a kid. Or like oh, stepbrother? brother? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's just a little kid. And um, at one point he has this long thing about. I don't, I don't really like her brownies. They just make me more hungry. And when I eat them, I get tired. Really? Yeah, I think she puts weed in them. You know, yeah. it does that thing. It's a nice faint. Of implying, it's a fake out because it implies the, you know, the kid doesn't know what's going on and is just putting it in a kid way and then just have him say it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very old hat, but it was at least competently delivered by the kid. Yeah, I like that. I also had that as a good thing. Yeah, hey, good fang. That's the one good thing. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Equilibrium. So kudos to the stalker scene for the grossest thing I've heard all week. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's been following me since I was, what, 13? I don't know. When was your first period? Oh, right. So 11. It's really disgusting. And it did... Yeah, that kind of glossed over me. I remember that line. But you're right. Now that I stop and think about it, ew. <laughs> it's, it's fucking foul. And, That's awful. And kudos, because they, <laughs> they, they, they elevate the art through that scene. <laughs> um, as a, as a tie-on to that, when uh, London goes, oh, when am I going to see you again? The stalker goes, now, why would I tell you that? And again, yeah. it's just, it, it's, it's knowing fully, like full well how gross it's being, but it's having some fun and it, it's not punching down because that joke itself is not about how gross the stalker looks. Yes. Um, I kind of liked the so, idea that she had yeah. some weird affection for her stalker because obviously she wants the world to pay attention yeah. to her. So she's, she yeah. likes her stalker when she sees him on the beach and, you know, she's like, oh, hey. And then, you know, runs over. It was kind of nice. Yeah. Because it wasn't just yeah. punching down at him. Yeah. I did enough of that. <laughs> I like the line. I think it's awesome that you tattooed fuck cancer across your tits. But yeah, I quite like the bluntness of the words there. Yeah. You know, there's good crunchy Saxon across your fuck tits. cancer across your tits. Yeah, yeah, there was. And it just, it kept going. The sentence My is quite open. long. <laughs> <laughs> My accountant is out there. <laughs> I told him to wait. It won't take long. <laughs> Oh, God. It makes it even more awkward that I'm as naked as I am. Oh, God. But well, Okay, whilst we're in the bookshop, throughout the entire scene, there's a really shit-looking Michael Fassbender book on the on the shelf behind them. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks like an unofficial kind of, you know, they've printed out the Wikipedia and added, you know, free picture shots of Michael yeah. Fassbender. It just looks like the most rubbish thing, and it's a really unglamorous shot of... You know how you'd get, like, books about celebrities in your school library? Yeah. It was like one of those for Michael Fassbender, just seeing his really exasperated looking like face. Like DK books. Yeah, and another thing that dates it for about five years ago, because I don't know who's prominently displaying their Michael Fassbender books at the moment, but yeah, it just, it really amused me. DK book. book of Michael Fassbender. You open up, it's like diagrams of how he works. <laughs> his massive schlong. <laughs> it takes up, um, it's a pull, one of the pull-out bits. <laughs> Pop up, <laughs> or, or like, or like, hang down. You'll <laughs> put it fud. Oh my god! Uh, I have one, one more thing. Oh okay. And it's a multi-leveled thing. 
Mm. Um, because it's about it's Winston Fritz Paul, and okay. I quite liked him in this. Who is he? Um, he's the butler helper aide guy. Yeah, he had his moments. Um, he had a stillness to him yeah. that I liked when everyone around him was screaming and running around. And, yeah. And doing things, doing things with their voice in their face. Yeah. He was generally just quite happy to have this like regal air about him. Yeah. Um, I liked his face in general. Um, but there was this this bit on the beach actually where Logo is Logo London. She's mm. firing everybody. Um, and he goes over to Denise Richards and goes, uh, Miss Streisand. She's Angelica Streisand. You can leave your keys with me. How can I be fired? I don't work for her, and I don't have any keys. I know. Sycophant. I know. And it's the same. Yeah. Like it's eyes shut. Uh, like jutted forward, bottom lip, <laughs> sort of reassuring. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a fawning clown. <laughs> um, but okay. Great, great timing, and actually, actually made me laugh. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff. Um, mm. Briefly, I'll mention the Canadian lumberjack guy from the end that ends up uh, with the sort of ex-partner. He was good. I liked his eyes and I liked his delivery. He was fun. Yeah. Um, right. The most embarrassing thing I liked in this <laughs> is there's a brief montage of her and her partner and the um, the life they used to live um, mm. and their previous reality show exploits, during which she has this really bizarre catchphrase of this something is ratchet. Yeah. Whatever it is, is Ratchet, to which the partner would immediately, our main character would immediately and naturally respond, well, yeah. Yeah. And they repeat that so many times. <laughs> and I hated the fact that they were trying to dig around and think, wait, we've come up with this phrase, how can we make it funny? Well, what if it's a Ratchet that's Ratchet, you know, and mm. all the rest of it. But just the repetition. Yeah. Oh, this mop is Ratchet. Well, yeah. Mm, this donut is Ratchet. Well, yeah. Oh, this ratchet is ratchet. Well, yeah. This hatchet is ratchet. Well, yeah. Made me laugh. And also, a bit beyond that, it was such a natural form of communication between the two. Yeah. And I liked the unspoken supportiveness of that she can say that anything is ratchet, and the other one will respond, well, yeah. Is she saying that such and such is ratchet or ratchet? They became famous for their annoying catchphrases, that's so ratchet, and, well, yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't no. matter to some extent. It reminded no. me of like a Mean, of like a mean Girls um, yeah. Yeah. joke. You know, this is fetch. You know, it just reminded yeah. me of some sugary kind of nonsense, and I enjoyed yeah. it for that. Yeah. I, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. All right, well, tell you what, who else appreciates things sometimes? It's the oh. OG team. It's the one good team. It's the only good team that's left. <clears throat> well, we did ask the, the, the one good team, and um, yeah. I, I just logged on to Twitter to see what they've written. And, uh, oh, no, everyone, entertainment has tweeted that Kim Kardashian West has filed for divorce. So no! cancel everything. This is now the Kim Kardashian past cast. Poor Kanye. Um, the Kardashian past cast. And, what's uh, she going to do now? Yeah, what's she possibly going to do? Let's all. What are we, they both going to do? Oh my God! Kanye, he's going to be distraught. Cut. How's we need to we need to kickstart something. We need to get a campaign going. We need to get a hashtag. Everybody, it'd be save Kanye and Kim. OGT, OGT, OGT. Look, look. I don't want to revel in this devastating news, but do either of us have a shot with either Kim or Kanye? Um, we need more of a shot with Kim. I think. Um, as much as we all want to be with <laughs> Kanye. Um, yeah. and, 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 but it's like saying being punched in the right eye is better than being punched in the left eye. I don't consider myself as having much of a chance with either of them, but if it came push come to shove, I think Kim would definitely fuck me before Kanye. Mm. Oh, it's a tough one for me. 
Yeah. We'll just have to see how manage, how awesome I managed to get my ass looking. Well, anyway, maybe the, well, maybe the OG team have something to say on it. I hope so. If any of them have any uh, advice on um, just popping that booty, then uh, I'm, I'm all ears. Okay. Well, Christopher Bond said, it scares me away from itself, so that's a plus. Or, <laughs> yeah, it or... is self-defeating. It's like yeah. a predator that's also bright orange. It's like, well, <laughs> at least he's putting in some of the work for you. Yeah, look, we're going to allow these complete cop-out answers this week because obviously no one has seen <laughs> Reality Queen and we don't recommend it. Um, just <laughs> listen to have. us. Again and again. Phil Harker-Smith said, Did Mike Tyson just show up on set one day and no one felt like telling him to leave? And then Ellen, K- Ellen Graham uh, replies, Would you? <laughs> it's, Literally it's could anyone. Yeah. Not if you want to get um, actually murdered. It, it, it continues. Sean's trying to set up a fight between Mike Tyson and Phil Harker-Smith. Uh, I mean, um, it, we've so all tried. We all get behind- I, I'd, I'd definitely pay to see it. And if yeah. anyone wants to at After Mike Phil- Tyson, then I, would, I can only encourage you. Yeah, I mean, after Phil uh, beat Uwe Ball resoundingly um, <laughs> At him. in that fight yeah. about pass-through, weirdly. Um, <laughs> Uwe Ball. He's, he's our new defender. Uwe Ball hates that movie. And yeah, and Phil <laughs> beat him and ate him. And I think that's um, a chilling warning of things to come. So bring it on, Mike Tyson, you clown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, stay away from Kim. She's very vulnerable right now. You clown. Uh, Blightbusters also gave us various tweets about Godzilla and lizards. So um, that's... Also great, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> moving on to, moving on to Facebook. Hey everyone, Adam Green is releasing a photo from his friends of mine album cover. Uh, so if we want to get on that, then yep. oh, that's um, good. You can do that. He knew that we needed something to... after the devastating news. Yeah. We needed something to take the nation's mind yeah. off it. Which nation doesn't matter. Age UK Westminster are having a poetry reading on Monday. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's great. Everyone support and, that. And, yeah, um, there's a Kickstarter about good climbing trousers. Well, it's so, all valiant attempts to get us over uh, the Kim Kanye breakup, but I don't see how any of it is really addressing the problem. Give it, give it time, Paul. Put on those pants, go climb a wall, <laughs> and then tell me that you even remember <laughs> that Kim Kardashian might have touched it. <laughs> so Only hope I have. Anything? No, Facebook. Facebook, uh, clearly, it didn't upload. I was trying to do it on my phone, <laughs> and the post didn't go. Fantastic. So, so there you Thanks, go. OG Thanks, team. everyone. Sorry your psychic powers failed you this time. Maybe next week. <laughs> um, right, let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. I'll go first, that's right. I was trying okay. to think of something. I really wanted something that would positively portray, or at least actively interrogate, reality TV and, you know, maybe social media as well. And a couple of things came to mind. I thought about the Truman Show, which obviously managed to preempt a lot of this. But something occurs to me in terms of the pressure of maintaining a social media identity and of trying to manage constant press attention, as if your life depended on it. You should just follow us. You should follow us and see, see how strange. See how old we've gotten in the past four years. No, um, The Hunger Games two, Catching Fire, mm. came to mind. Which, um, yeah. for those who don't know, is set in a dystopian future in which um, Katniss Everdeen is a um, sort of laboring class, I guess you'd call her, um, kind of yeah. person working on the farms. And she is forced by the dystopian society she lives in to go and fight in a giant arena game. But what's amazing about these films is the discipline they have in taking, I think, well over an hour before they actually get to the Battle Royale-style combat. And th- yeah. up until then, it's just entirely about how this society works, how the game is played, how you have to cultivate and maintain an image that people can mm. get behind in order to stay alive, and it's a more kind of fierce, and as an analogy, more cutting insight into life in a sort of modern social media age than a lot of the films that try and tackle it directly. So, yeah, I'd recommend The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Cool. Well, I mean, the great thing about genre fiction in general is 
it's not just pages and pages Orwell style about why a thing is good or bad. Yeah. It, it, it suggests it and, and uh, you know, through nuance communicates these ideas. <laughs> Whereas this film is just, look at this. Isn't this dumb? <laughs> look at the size of the tits on this particular aspect of society. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, a film that is, is very much in the vein of Reality Queen, but is probably the the iconic example of mm. this, uh, is Zoolander. Oh, yes. There are the beginnings of uh, social media and like reality show dependence and usage to further your brand. And this idea of a person having a brand to begin with. It's very silly and it's it's very dated now because all of its references are you know firmly rooted in 1997. But um, it, it gets the comedy right and it's good mm. performances and, you know, comes from those those writers and directors and performers that do occasionally put out very, very good comedies. Yeah. Um. So, so you've got that. Well, for t- till now is paling by comparison. But a good uh, 2020 movie about the the true dangers of social media et al would be the Social Dilemma. It's a documentary. Ooh. Um. It's available on Netflix. Um. It looks at, for one thing, the uh psycholo- psychological and sociological aspects of using social media and smartphones and um, using technology that has evolved exponentially compared to our ape minds which are it's you know it's like comparing a stone to a flower it talks about the you know how algorithms are utilized by youtube facebook and so on to create echo chambers and um yeah yeah it's 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 a really interesting movie it's a pretty eye-opening and alarming movie Mm. um and cool yeah it's on netflix so it's super easy to watch super easy you could be watching it right now with just the press of a knob so do that, do that, and look out for the one better things. The one better thing. And you know, yeah. we have been recommending one better things since episode 20, Dorian Gray. <gasps> no, 21, Dorian Gray. Mm. And some of you have been listening. Specifically, one of you has listened. <laughs> um, Superfan Lucy May Clipsham has made a massive list of everything we've ever recommended. It's ridiculous and horrifying, but there's haunting. some really good films in there. Haunting. Truly haunting. Um, we're going to use it to update our meager little list. <laughs> that I stopped updating 60 weeks ago. Fuck yeah. We're going to get all up on that and we're going to try and release it to you wonderful, wonderful public out there yeah. in the in the Twitterverse so that you can have a permanent record of all these things that we've done and we continue Ooh. to do. And we'll definitely continue. Oh, I feel like watching something like Bucky Larson, but good. What could that be? You'll just be able to Google that, but then when that fails to produce an answer, you can look at our massive chart. Check out the tits on our massive chart and, and, <laughs> and, and, and realise that X was what we recommended for, for Bucky Larson. X, Mr. Black. Turn, uh, end of the galaxy and turn left, the <laughs> CITV drama show is definitely better than Bucky Larson. So yeah. check that out. Lucy's also a, a lovely, lovely patron. So um, fuck yeah! Thank you oh, so much. Oh, that sounds much, like a good Lucy. deal, Paul. How can how could I find out about being a patron like Lucy, who's great? Oh, you just you just need to talk to Lucy and ask her some questions like, why are you so great? What's your secret? <laughs> Is it Maybelline? Then how do I get onto Patreon? And she will say it's patreon.com forward slash OGTpod. Uh, the, the link is in the episode description. So d- don't don't pretend you're just asking me this question because you want to know that. You want to be near me and, and have some of my greatness rub off on you. And, th- and you'll say, yeah, yeah, okay, you got me. But thank <laughs> you. You've remo- reminded me of the URL, which is OGT, uh, patreon.com forward slash OGTpod. <laughs> Um, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get exclusive access to exclusive content exclusive. This last week, other than reviews for Soul and Promising Young Woman, Ooh. we've given everyone a little sneak peek. 
It's shit. Halloween episode, which is to say. Oh shit, did we do that? I thought we agreed a... that was a really bad idea and we shouldn't do it because people would, it would be too good for everyone. Oh. Fuck, we did it and it's out there and there's nothing we can do about it now. <gasps> shit. Uh-oh. Get the lawyers, get the Disney lawyers, get OJ's lawyers. We're, we're, we're taking this down now. But, but by now, we've probably got a couple of weeks for the paperwork to file. So if you do... Uh, <laughs> you better get, get there get quick. It. It's it's us talking about the first episode, uh, the first installment of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Episode one. An episode Ew. in one sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Trade relations are at a boiling point. Um, but it's mostly it's so hot and to in try Texas. and peaceful peaceify the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, horrendous finish screams and pig squeals later. <laughs> That's that's available on Patreon. Um, this uh, coming out this week, we're going to be discussing the Snyder cut of Justice League, uh, and uh, the trailer and everything. Everything about that it that we think about it. Yeah. Leading up to its release. Absolutely. We're going to have to see it. <laughs> we're probably going to watch it. All four hours of it. Oh Christ! But will it feel as long as Reality Queen? There's absolutely no way it could. Ah, <sighs> I'm Paul Her. I'm Paul Paulality Queen. <laughs> And remember, the one good thing about Reality Queen is um, it can remind us of better days. You know, times gone by when you could just take for granted that Kim and Kanye were sitting by the tub, chilling, writing up some more amazing lyrics and coming up with the best sense you've ever heard. Ah, oh, man.